Hi, everybody. You're listening to Law School and Brief. This episode 47, and I'm Lydia, and with me, as always, is my dear friend. Megan. <laughs> Lydia, you yeah. you sound like a proper Southern belle. <laughs> Whoa, that was so weird. I, like, had something in my throat. <laughs> That's so <laughs> weird. Just a little collard green stuck is down that, there. Is that what North Carolina is like, Megan? I've been away um, for so long, but... <laughs> <laughs> like like getting collard green stuck deep down in your throat and then speaking in a southern accent happens yeah. to me every day oh. every single day <laughs> what's good another law school and brief after dark episode which i think we decided yeah. was going to be the norm from now on no this just, this time just works so there's something about two all that's like yeah sunday night Let's do it. Sunday night, 9.30 p.m., you know, <laughs> it's like you are marinating in the anxious anticipation of the week to come, but you're relaxed from whatever semblance of a weekend you were managed, you managed to eke out. Uh, yeah, Sunday nights it is. Mm-hmm. So we're hoping to, to have a consistent schedule for all of our dear loyal followers. <laughs> um, where <laughs> we all deserve be, the best. I mean, yeah. You've been with us for 47 episodes, and that means a lot. <clears throat> I'm not even going to try a southern accent. <laughs> <laughs> I love you like I love cornbread and grits. <laughs> I love both of those things, so that means a lot, Megan. That's so it sweet. means so much. <laughs> um, so look forward to more of that horrible accent <laughs> and more for uh monday mondays from here on out yeah yeah um wow so we're lydia mm-hmm. <laughs> i have to go back to school tomorrow which means that i'm literally in the last two and a half hours of summer as i said here that was me last Sunday, and I just didn't want it to be the end of summer, so I stayed up till 3 a.m., even though I had, I had my first class at 7.30 a.m. It was not good. I don't Why? recommend that. <laughs> I just didn't want summer to be over. Yeah, it, here's, the, here's the hack, all of you listening. If you don't go to sleep, it's never tomorrow. If you don't go to sleep, your entire first week will be affected. <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> All right, I'm gonna follow. I'm gonna follow that advice, advice and try to be in bed by no later than 11 p.m. tonight. And even that seems outrageous mm. for me because I am on a very regimented sleep schedule. Mm, okay. Okay. I didn't know that about you. You did. You didn't. I also wear a very aggressive night cream. I'm trying to look 20 forever. What night cream do you use? It's embarrassing. Um. And I only say that because I truly, I swear to you, up and down, you know me, Lydia, I am not a bougie person. Okay? Not okay, but even... this, is, this is where you <laughs> indulge? This is so bougie. <laughs> um, I, I buy exclusively Dermalogica skin products. I had never heard of it. Yeah. Yeah, because it's really bougie. <laughs> and truly, <laughs> I think if you saw the, the price tag on this night cream you would smack me across the face. It's, um, it's called, oh my God, wait, it's called the, the oh, it's called the Sleep Cocoon from Dermalogica. Ooh. And it comes in this little, like, 
um, it's like, it, okay, it's not tin, but imagine like you were holding like a little tin can full of yeah. tuna or something like a oh, cylindrical okay. tin yeah. can. Uh-huh. And um, you have to like twist the cap on it and then you press down and there's this little nozzle that's not normal. I feel like normal nozzles are, you know, circular and you, you push the cream out and it kind of comes out in a tube. You know yeah. what I mean? Almost like a soft serve. No. The slat on this is like a rectangle. So it comes out in what I can only describe as a bougie pattern <laughs> onto your hand. Um, and it's dainty and you rub it in and it's like a gel and you're supposed to sleep on your back so that it can like really set in <laughs> overnight. I mean, truly like I, between the hours of 11 PM and 7 AM, I am the bougiest you're person, the you know? Yeah. In the I'm in the cocoon. You cannot just, you cannot disturb me. Yes. Wow. That's a good update. I the mean, more you know. when you get on zoom, people are going to see that thumbnail picture of you and be like, who is that? You're like, wow, Megan has like that Benjamin Button thing where like she looked <laughs> 29 in the last picture I saw of her, but now she's looking 25. I don't understand. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to look 15 by my 30th birthday. Just you wait. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's the goal. <laughs> yes. Um, how did we get on that? I don't even recall. It's just, this is what happens for Law School and Reef After Dark. If people right. want serious law school updates, you know, they can re-listen to season one. That's what I'm going to call. Whoa. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Holy shit. Are we in season two? Yeah. Oh, did I tell you I finished The Sopranos? So I'm thinking in seasons now, you know. Okay, that's a whole other can of worms. I'm so sorry. We, we're going to have to discuss that, like, offline or something, because yeah. you just blew my mind with the notion that we are now in a season two of this, <laughs> of this podcast. Oh, my goodness. Wow. <laughs> the, the book I'm listening to on tape is called The Fifth Season, and so I think I'm also thinking of seasons. Just a lot of seasons. Well, all right, listeners, welcome to season two of Law School in Brief. <laughs> And actually, that is, this is a great time to, to say this thing I wanted to say, because I'd forgotten to say it at the very beginning. But I mean, now that we're in season two, I'm going to make this plug really quick. Are you ready? I'm ready. Born ready. So, okay. I was noticing in the past week, I was looking on our little like analytics page. You can't see it, but I'm doing kind of a keyboard cat thing where I'm like aimlessly hitting my keyboard. Yeah, keyboard catting. And I noticed that we are very close to having had 7,000 downloads of this podcast, which is incredible. And I also noticed that we have officially received 30 ratings on Apple Podcast, which is pretty incredible considering at the beginning, Lydia and I had like four people listening and uh, five of those four people were our parents. <laughs> so, five of those four people. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I was thinking it would be really, really awesome um, to commemorate our 50th episode, which is, well, we're currently doing 47 right now. So in three episodes, um, it would be awesome to have received 50 ratings by our 50th episode. Um which, you know, real, I mean, I swear to you, it will take two seconds of your time. You don't have to write anything unless the spirit moves you. And in which case, please feel free to write anything you'd like. But really just like clicking however many stars you think we deserve. 
because that kind of, you know, it gets the algorithm going in a certain way and then more people can find the podcast and that would be really rad because we sometimes receive fan mail or I wouldn't even call it fan mail, but people write in um, who have found the podcast because they've typed in, who knows, I don't know, law school, <laughs> two friends bullshitting law school. Um, <laughs> and they found this and uh, from what we've heard, people, you know, for whatever reason like it. Um, so if you'd like more people to, for whatever reason, like the podcast, giving us a rating would be very helpful. So I'm throwing it out there. 50 for 50. We need 20 more ratings to get there and I'm done plugging. <laughs> I'm going to take a big sip of water. I dare someone to just leave a comment that says pretty good. That's it. Pretty good period. That would, then I'll know that you listened, you know? Oh yeah. There you go. <laughs> Whoever does that, I will Venmo you $1. There you go. Also, though, Just too, it will important. have entertained me. Right. And that's the price of you, you can rate and comment anonymously. So if you have some, if you have some shady <laughs> things to say, I'm giving you full reign to do so. In fact, we're encouraging you to do so. Come for us what? anonymously. Okay. <laughs> Megan's encouraging that. I'm like, I don't know. Well, I don't feel too sensitive right now in the semester. It's still early on, you know, and you in right. that, that part of the semester when you still feel like everything will be fine this semester. But then like midway through when you're like everything will not be fine this semester. If you, if we get hit with one of those like critical reviews, it might sting a little. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Like if you're going to drag us, do so in the next month, please. Yeah. 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 Just <laughs> think about think about our feelings, you know. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Dang, without further ado, should we get to our highs and lows? Yeah, it's been two weeks. What have you been up to? What have I been up to? Um, I So I finished my two summer school classes. Woo-hoo. Oh, yes. Nice. That was fun. Um, okay, but also I do have some pretty exciting highs. Okay. Okay. Um, I made the mood court team. Yeah. I knew Which, you would. Oh, stop. I, <laughs> I Well, I mean, it does feel like a huge win for me because in law school, it kind of feels like you have to like do law review or a secondary journal or do like moot court in order to have clout, I suppose. Um, and then I just, you know, I felt like any chance of law school clout kind of slipped through my fingers when I decided not to try out for law review. Um, so this was really the only like redemption I could have in my mind. Um, so making it was pretty rad and I kind of feel like I learned a little bit about myself in the waiting process. Um, I, I realized that I, I'm really guarded when it comes to things that I suspect I could be good at, you know? So I'm like always secretly thinking I will be good at something like moot court um, which made the idea of trying out and then not getting on seem just like soul crushing. <laughs> so yeah, that makes sense. Right. And then I do this like emotional buffering where I'm kind of like, okay, I have this private desire that is completely seated in like all of these truths I know about myself. Like I am a good public speaker. I am a good writer. I could do that. But then I just, 
I kind of have to like pad myself in order to like get through the idea of like not making it, not being good at that. Um, anyway, I just decided like I should stop trying to do that and just like go for it. Yes. Why not? You know, that's great. Yeah. So that was, that's really like my big, oh, and, and, um, I got, I got the TA gig. Heck yeah. Yes. He's in this baby. crushing it. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Yes. I've had the last two weeks. Busy year. Yeah. The last two weeks have been like really, really reaffirming. (laughs) Like, okay, okay. I'm not a piece of shit law student. Like I got this. Um, yeah, pretty pretty pumped. Pretty good last two weeks. I feel like I have good yes. momentum right now. I have um, pretty good highs, but nothing like that. Like I feel like that those two things are like the end achievement, like goal of a whole process. <laughs> but and they're both law school related, and mine are like my friends are back in town from being away this summer, and that's nice. That's like my high. Like Didi, shout Ashen. out Aslan and Didi, yes. Caitlin. <laughs> um, and Caitlin. we hung out yesterday at the Butterfly Garden, and then on campus. And I just missed my people. And also, um, Washu gave us a very small stipend for getting prepared for remote classes, and so I got like a standing desk and a green screen which I just got because there were like $20 left in the stipend. So I was like, okay, this could be nice. Like maybe I don't want to clean my room someday. And it is honestly like just so great to know that like no one's looking at this like DIY couch I made out of a cot and some foam. Like they just see like a nice picture of Wash U in the background. And like I met with a client this week for clinic. And if I have interviews, stuff like that, I'm just like, you know what? They just get to look at a picture. That's fine. It feels like very nice and anonymizing and so those are my highs getting like a little stipend to buy things online and hanging out with my friends wait okay i thought that you had mentioned something about noise canceling headphones oh yes and i got noise canceling headphones which is awesome okay i need to know more about this because i was taking a final last week and then during the final my washer dryer unit ended up going into this like crazy spin cycle that was so loud I almost anxious cried because it's like I couldn't hear myself think and I had no recourse and I was in the middle of a timed final and I was like what I would give for noise canceling headphones right now so what what are we talking here give us throw us some brand names oh man okay well Everyone got this stipend, so I can pull my classmates if there's, like, a specific budget range you're looking for. Because, like, I know some people, like, really spent a lot of money on the noise-canceling headphones. And some people got, like, a lower-priced one so that they could also get, like, a printer and a standing desk and whatever. Um, But I kind of, like, split my stipend and spent, like, most of it on the standing desk. And then, well, I spent, like... 100 on the standing desk, 100 on the noise-canceling headphones, and then, like, okay, 20 bucks on an anti-fatigue mat, and then 20 bucks on the green screen. What is, is that an anti-fatigue a- mat? <laughs> it's when you're standing on a standing desk, it's, like, so that your feet, like, are cushioned. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, no, those, these are great wrecks. I, yeah. would, I would appreciate some a noise-canceling headphone wreck, though, because... Living in a 950 foot square house with a teacher who is teaching all day. 
<laughs> and I'm like trying to, in my own space, be quiet or learn, not from his teaching. I noise canceling headphones would be very clutch. Well, okay, so I got these. Um, they're called Cowan C O W I N S E seven. I just got them because they were like they only because Washu gave me money. I think there's definitely there must be some. Oh, like there's this one Cowan E7 Pro that's like much cheaper that has like even more good reviews. So I, I don't know. Are noise canceling headphones the type of thing though where like you want to spend the money because you get what you pay for? I like, you know so. what I mean? <laughs> like, if yeah. I could spend $50 on a pair of noise canceling headphones that cancel the exact same amount of noise that a $400 pair cancels, why wouldn't I do that? So I'm just imagining. You know. I don't actually know because, like, I've borrowed Billy's noise-canceling headphones that are Bose, and they're really good, and my ears don't sweat. With the ones I have, I think they're good enough for what I need because I'm not in a super loud place, so I guess I haven't really, like, tested them, but they just make, they just, like, all the padding around my ear just, like, there's no breathability, so I just kind of, like, sweat there. Maybe TMI for the podcast, but... okay. But, like, I think it's okay. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. I think it just, yeah, it just depends on your budget. Just yeah, we're just going to try some different stuff out. On your, yeah. So that was uh, friends and money, I guess, are my eyes. <laughs> Lydia, yeah. colon, friends and money. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> yes. That's very good. Well, okay. And then, yeah, finishing finishing the sopranos and how'd you feel um i liked it you liked it yeah well i mean we're gonna have to talk about it off here oh my good okay okay yeah okay answer me this one question on air for like the one listener who is very very keen on knowing what you thought Mm -hmm. is tony dead I'm not going to answer that on air. Jeez, there could be some people who've never watched the show. Okay. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) I like to think I didn't give too much away, but you know. All right. (laughs) Fine. We'll move on to mehs and lows. Yeah. Your your low is having having to wait. To have this conversation off air. Right. Now, I have a new low. My new low (laughs) is that you won't talk to me candidly on air (laughs) about how you feel about The Sopranos. (laughs) My low is actually way more stressful than that. Okay. Um, Okay. So, (laughs) I'm telling you right now, listener and Lydia. Well, Lydia, you're kind of on the hook. You have to listen to this. But, listener, if you do not want to be secondhand panicked regarding a law school exam... Tune out right now, okay? Mm. So last week, I took my final exam for wills and trusts. um, And I knew ahead of time what the format was going to be. You know, we're going to get like a long fact pattern, which is like a prompt. It's like essentially like a little story with a bunch of facts. And at the end, you get a a prompt and it says, you know, did Megan do it or something like that? And then you have to write your opinion. Um, I knew that this exam was going to be nine parts. So nine different questions based on the same fact pattern, okay? And we use ExamSoft for this, well, for all of our law school exams. Do you use ExamSoft? Yeah. 
Okay. So all of the questions are on different pages. So when you're like looking at your computer screen off to the left-hand side, there are different page numbers and you have to click that page number and it'll take you to that page. And then you can see the question that's presented on that page, which is important. And it's to say, you can't look at all the questions at once. They're kind of sectioned out. So I read through the fact pattern one time and I'm like taking it in. I read through it a second time and I'm taking my notes and then I start to kind of outline what I think the issues are. I'm like, all right, let's go. So I click number one and I read the prompt and immediately my confidence is shot because the prompt is, I thought that like it was going to begin because I've taken this professor before. I've taken mm. multiple exams for them now and I was like, okay, I figured that it was going to, number one was going to be kind of a low ball and like, you know, so, something to the effect of like, how do you make a valid trust or something like that? You know what I mean? Like really mm -hmm. elemental law. And it wasn't, it was like a way finer tuned question. And I'm like, Ooh, all right. I think I know, but I want to work up to this one because I'm feeling a, not so confident. So I go okay. to, I, I yeah. kind of outline that question. I go to number two and I'm jamming, right? I'm doing all of these questions and I have two and a half hours to finish this. So I budget my time out. I'm feeling good, feeling great. I get to question nine and I read the prompt and the prompt I'm like, I read through it and it kind of sounds like the prompt to question number one a little bit. Like it might touch on similar law. So okay. I'm like, let me go back to number one and see what I wrote. I go back to number one. I see that I have nothing written. And then I look up at the time and I have 15 minutes left. Whoa, what? I have 15 minutes left because ah. I had perfectly budgeted my time, but I budgeted the time after I had looked at prompt number one. No. And no. I panic so hard. I'm in like a full-blown cold sweat. This is also the same professor that I had for property. And if you'll recall, when I was taking my property final, this exact same <laughs> thing happened where I had like eight hours to take the exam. And then, I, and then I was like working feverishly down to the last minute. Like, how did I let this happen? Um, anyway, so I highly recommend never doing that to yourself uh, because I cried oh, and panicked. Oh my God, no. oh my uh, but it ended up being okay. We're okay. So Okay, okay. Yeah. I mean, seriously though, like don't ever, like don't <laughs> ever do that to yourself. That's like, it's like the equivalent of like, Imagine the feeling if you took a quiz and someone was like, whoa, like page one of the quiz was pretty easy, but page two, what a doozy. And you're like, wait a second, there was a page two. I had to flip the paper over. Yeah. There were questions on the back. Like that's how I felt. Oh my God. Huge low. Yeah. Huge low. Oh. Yeah. We're okay though. <laughs> what about your mess? Just so that we feel a little bit less stressed for you. All right. Yeah. Let's bring, let's bring, let's bring the mood back up. Um, in order to bring the mood back up, I'll tell you that I have 16 unread emails in my, uh, law school email inbox <laughs> and I'm not reading them tonight because I'm clinging on to the last few hours of summer desperately. You want to guess how many unread emails I have in my, uh, school email? Three. 2,419. What? <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm, this is. Because I don't read the ones that aren't important, you know. Lydia. Yeah. Yes. What the, fuck? <laughs> what the 
how do you get away? How do how are you doing that? Because it's like, it's like notifications from stuff like the career centers form emails oh, like no 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 just, just all imagine. these like updates about like things like here's an email i hadn't read last call for moot court applications like i just didn't even open it because like i i'm not gonna do that lydia think yeah. about how many different invitations you may have received to have lunch with judges <laughs> that you didn't open but usually because, you can tell from like the name of the person and the like title of the 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 subject line, you know. Wow, I really I really thought you would learn from my cautionary tale about how I almost didn't <laughs> go to lunch with the judge because I thought that it was a form email. I I'll open emails like sometimes even if they look like bulk emails just because I'm bored, but usually I just don't. Wow. This is not reflective of my, like, professional um, MO, just for any potential employers listening. No, but this is painting a <laughs> certain picture. Paid. paid, it's different. All right. <laughs> <laughs> this is my time. My time this, reading emails. <laughs> this is no. my time. Reclaiming my time. Yes. Reclaiming my time. No, this is, I mean, the, the amount of, like, you and I just operate so differently. And this is one of those moments that I feel like really highlights it. The other one was that you didn't download Microsoft Office until <laughs> a year into law school. <laughs> it was completely free the whole time. <laughs> I didn't realize it was free. <laughs> it is nice to have it. I gotta say. <laughs> Organized chaos. I cannot. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, it's funny. Oh, what are your lows and mes? Okay. Um, let's see. Um, here's one. I walked. Uh, everyone remembers the raccoon car that I bought. It was inhabited by raccoons. I, it, I did, you know, tinkered around with it a little bit. Ultimately, took it to the mechanic because even though I bought a new battery, when I jump started it, it just like wouldn't wouldn't retain a charge. So I went to get it like diagnosed by an actual mechanic and turns out it was just an alternator fuse, which is only, it was just such an easy fix and they like recharged my battery. And so like, that was a huge win. So that's not the meh. The meh was that I had it towed there. And then when they were done, I walked there to go pick it up because uh -huh. it was only two miles from my house. I got to give a shout out to Doug at Tellytire and Nicole for recommending him. This place is great. And it's only two miles from my house. So I was like, okay, I'll just walk there. It's like a 40 minute walk, you know? Yeah. And I used to walk two miles in Boston all the time. And I used to like be walking to school like a mile every day there and back. And I guess I just, I think I have become weak just during quarantine, like I had to take a break in the middle of my walk, like sit on a bench. And then I, I was like, what is this? I was so tired from walking when I got back. I mean, I go on a walk usually, but maybe because it was like a lot of uphill. I don't know. But I was like, this is this is a low, like being tired from walking. And uh, just just knowing that like that was caused by me by my 
inaction right. and my like not exercising enough this summer. Like we are at that that's point of okay. quarantine where walking has become. That's like, that's like kind of a wake up call. Like I need to do something. Um, I mean, yeah, I feel like I've, I'm saying that all the time. I'm like, I need to like, you know. Well, Lydia, I, I don't know if this is something you'd be interested in at all. Um, but so actually this was a man that I wrote down, but I didn't mention um, starting tomorrow, which I do realize is August 31st, not September 1st, but starting tomorrow, um, I'm doing this thing called sober sweat timber. <laughs> um, a friend of mine works for this nonprofit uh, called the Phoenix, which is all about um, people in recovery who are like, you know, getting active, moving, and they offer completely free online fitness classes and they're opening it up to the general community and allies uh, for the month of September. Sweet. So yeah. So it's like I, I did a class the other day and it was super, super easy. Like you just sign up to do the challenge and like, as long as you commit to being sober for the month and like, you're not shitty about it and cheat on it like, yeah. <laughs> and you're like being an ally, you're more than welcome to show up and do it. Um, that's anyway, fun. yeah. So, I mean, hello. It's like free online fitness classes. Like, it's a class like at a specific time. Um, they're they're all over. Like, so you okay. can go onto the website and see the classes, and you can sign up for like a week out, or you can sign up that morning. They just send you a Zoom link. Um, oh, that's fun. It's all different types too. You can do like yoga. They have meditation. They have hit classes. Um, yeah, you should check it. I'll send you the link. Maybe I'll post the link on the, on the, on the Twitter. Yeah, that sounds great. And yeah, I mean, true question about the classes. Maybe mm-hmm. you don't know because you've only been to one, but for me, like I love the pop sugar fitness videos, but the reason that I haven't stuck with it is because the music they play in the background is like just kind of generic music, not music that I recognize, I guess for copyright reasons, but <laughs> the sober September play music that i would recognize um this class like the, the one the, the class i took was a yoga class so there's okay. not really <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. i don't know well, i'll check out the head class and see what it's like because like yeah i just really would prefer to work out to some hip-hop or a pop or something you know totally absolutely um yeah so join That's great join the challenge sober sweat timber <laughs> yeah right okay Heck okay yeah. And I don't really have any mess, just that it's like kind of hot out, but mm. not worth talking about. Fair enough. Tell me about the weather. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I have no real like school updates because I'm still on summer vacay, baby. <laughs> what do you have for us? Wait, how much vacation? So you, your classes ended, like, when was this this horror story low of an exam? When was oh, that? Oh, that was on Thursday. <laughs> that was very Okay, recent. so summer break is this weekend? That's it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh Megan! I know, I know, I know. Um, but I did get professional responsibility out of the way, which in some other schools is just called ethics. Got yeah. that out of the way. Done with that. Um that's grateful great. for that because wow what a boring class <laughs> also not, not only is it boring it's just like oh man it i think i said this in another episode it's just like teaching you how to walk the fine line 
Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, while you might be abiding by the rules, you are morally a shitty person. <laughs> that's, mm-hmm. that's not great. Um, so yeah, I'm glad to be done with that. And wills and trusts is now done. Um, and I think I might have already told you what I'm taking, but I'm taking con law, uh, business administrations, uh, drug and addiction policy, and legal or public interest writing. <clears throat> Plus, wow, I actually have to like be tuned into what the one Ls are doing in their legal methods and communication class because that's what I'm TAing for. So. Oh, Megan, that sounds like such a good schedule. Yeah, I think it's going to be really, really good. And like on Monday, I only have one class and it's at 4 p.m. And I have no classes on Friday. Nice. I don't have classes on Friday either. We're going to spend all day just doing stuff for law school anyway. So (laughs) when you put it like that, we're not too excited. (laughs) I'm so I'm so excited because it's like on Thursday night, you kind of have a night off. A little bit. Kind of. You kind can of. choose to have the night. Like, you know, I don't know. That's how I've been thinking about it. Yeah, no, thir- Thursday night is what Wednesday night feels like for other people. But Wednesday night for other people could be chill, but it's never for us. So you're only kind of chilling a little bit, but, hmm. you know. Yeah. That made no sense. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to let you have that one. I'm yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thursday and what is time I don't know <laughs> well let's see I have just now finished my first week of 2L so I can share like my first impressions of my classes and like my general update about that please do the um, people want to know okay welcome to the 2L section of law school and brief um my first um uh update is that like I'm already disorganized. I have failed to be my own Ashlyn, which is the advice I gave everyone last time, I think. I did not write out all my reading. I just kind of kept like switching back and forth between different like syllabi before class and kind of like like looking through the online portal to see what the readings were, if they were uploaded to that instead of being in the textbook. And it already like bit me in the ass. I oh, no. was cold called like as I was pulling up the right document which I only found because everyone in the zoom chat was like wait what is this that we're reading and the half of the class that is actually organized was like oh it's here when you go through the portal like click this and then click that and so like I answered it and it was fine but I almost (laughs) was you know punished um punished (laughs) (laughs) by myself (laughs) <laughs> you don't want to scare anybody, especially incoming one else. Nobody gets punished in law school, but this professor, not in this class that he teaches, but in his other class, if you get a cold call wrong, you like miss a point, you lose a point from your final or Whoa. something. What? But it's for ethics. I guess you just need to know things. I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll probably take him for ethics next semester. So I'll let you know what the actual policy is could be a rumor that I'm spreading. Um, that's one of my updates from the first week. The second one is that the online classes aren't that bad yet. Part of it might be that, I don't know, last semester, like when we shifted online, I was comparing that class to how it had been in person. And now it's like, this is all I know of what evidence is like 
you know? Right, right. I still miss being in person, but it's just, it's kind of, it's kind of not bad um, to just like wake up, go to class. Then when class is done, you can just do any, any of the fun diversions that are in your apartment, like eat some food, play an instrument, do whatever you want. It's so great. Maybe at the same time. Absolutely. Oh, that's what I meant. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, of course. Um, And I also just like, I like moving around. And so I'll like turn off my camera and kind of like move around. That's great. So I don't hate it so far. Okay. Um, My classes. So bankruptcy was my first scheduled class. So I did the reading for that first and um, the textbook, one of the textbook writers was Elizabeth Warren, which is cool. And a lot of people in law school like have opinions on textbooks. I don't know if you've encountered this, but like last year, I remember certain people like having strong opinions about the torts textbook because they didn't think it was like very well organized. And I was like, I would never have noticed that. I just do the assigned reading and hate it. And then it's done. So reading this bankruptcy textbook, I was like, I like this textbook is my first opinion Hmm. about the textbook. It, it was a little snarky and like casual and it just like kind of made bankruptcy fun. So I was feeling really good about bankruptcy. Um, so it was the first class Monday morning, 7.30 AM. No, no. 7.35 and all just like on zoom waiting for the professor. And then we get this email from him. That's like, I can't get zoom to work. So I'm canceling class. And I was like, hell yeah. And I went right back to sleep. But then later I was like, man, you're not going to try for more than five minutes. You're going to like reschedule it. And now we have to meet for class on Friday. Like that sucks. Right. Like I wish you'd like maybe run a test on this perhaps. Yeah. Yeah. But that day, like Monday, let me see the date. August 24th, like zoom all across the U S was like having serious issues. Um, so I give him a little bit of a pass. Fair enough. So fair my enough. first class for that was on Wednesday. And I had actually read ahead at this point just because I liked. So I ended up doing like the whole week's worth of reading and into the next week because I just like was enjoying it. And I was like, this will be the class that I'm ahead on right now. And then I'll read ahead in another class, whatever. Um, Really looking forward to it. In the Wednesday class, I had no idea no idea what was happening. (laughs) I had even read ahead, but I just couldn't, I was like, where are we in the text? Like what the professor's style is to just assume that you have understood the reading and that you come to class ready to apply it to like new fact patterns. And he'll like throw up like a little multiple choice hypo, like survey question on zoom to get people engaged and thinking and I mean, I think that's really smart for online learning because then he can immediately see like how many people are like understanding what's happening. Right. But um, I am out. I'm out of there. I was like, <laughs> I can't learn like this. I need my reading needs to be like the first pass of the material. And then that needs to get filtered through like after it's filtered through like my amateur brain, I would like it to be filtered from an expert professor who's whole career is teaching me and I want them to do all the hard work of making it easy for me to understand. And I know that that's like not as great as actually like really sitting with the material and trying to understand it. 
like for people who actually like really try on the readings and come to class prepared, they probably love this dude's teaching style. But I was like, nah, not for, not for online, not for my online semester. I can't, I can't do this because I can't even be with other students like asking them like, what did you think about the reading? Like, I didn't quite understand this. Like, no, if it's just me on my own, like, I just know I'm not going to do that. Right. So Unfortunately, I'm. If anyone wants to buy a bankruptcy textbook written by Elizabeth Warren, um, now I rented it from the from the school, so I can return it. But um, also, also another factor about that class is the final exam for bankruptcy was a ninety question, Ooh. multiple choice. Ooh, that's it. And so. I was like, actually, that could be okay for a code-based class if there were no curve. But given that there is a curve and there's so many people in this class, it's like, okay, so the difference in your letter grade is going to be, it's going to come down to like one or two questions. That yeah. sucks. Yeah. And like to give the, to make it any kind of like bell curve, a lot of the questions need to be just very difficult to weed out like so that only the I don't know and I was just like no I don't want to do that I it don't want to do that so so kind of to that point <clears throat> my professional responsibility class our grade a hundred percent of it was based on multiple choice questions we had a couple different quizzes that were multiple choice and then our final that was multiple choice and I'm like, damn, if somebody isn't good at multiple choice and they're like a much yeah. better writer, I'm not speaking necessarily about myself, but like, <laughs> you know, this kind of sucks. <laughs> like also just, I don't know, like multiple choice doesn't feel like the most comprehensive way that you can assess somebody's understanding of material. I know. To me, to me, like being able to link rules together. I don't know whatever what this is why I'm not the teacher yeah um you. so but those negatives you know are going into the con column the pro column it's like I already have the textbook this class made my schedule consistent every day it like is relevant for the current like economic situation and future job market like <laughs> I don't know I just like I went into the semester kind of feeling like ready for everything like by by the night before, I felt good, and then Wednesday, middle of the week, like on Monday when we canceled class, I was like, okay, well, whatever, it'll be fine because I like the reading, so whatever. So on Wednesday in the middle of the week, to like suddenly be like, oh, I have to drop this class and add another class was was weirdly very stressful for me. Like, I don't know, and I was deciding between land use law and American Indian law, and I transferred into. American Indian law. Um, I've heard great things about it and I was kind of saving it for in being in person. Um, I was just like, Oh, it's like a 20 person seminar. And like, I don't, you know, I don't necessarily want to do that online, but I think it, I think it's like, okay to do it online. Um, I've already learned like so much from the class cause that class meets once on Thursday evenings. And so I didn't, I went into it not having missed anything. Whereas if I had switched into land use, I would have already missed three classes by that point. Yeah. I mean, not that you can't like recover from that, but still I was like, this is going to be really interesting. And American Indian law like ties in 
property law, tax law, international law, constitutional law. It's kind of like, I think my understanding of law in general will deepen um, by having like a focused um, subject. And then another amazing thing is it's the only class I've encountered in law school with the exception maybe of property, but that was only because my professor was awesome. It's not like a given. It was the only class in law school that like doesn't start the conversation on top of this huge heap of like assumptions that you just have to accept to participate in the conversation at all. Like when you're talking about bankruptcy, you're already like assuming things about how our society and economy functions and like the place of law and the place of businesses and the wisdom of like court precedent and the wisdom of like the bankruptcy code. And okay, given all of those things, how do you, how does an entity like correctly file for bankruptcy discuss? But <laughs> in my American Indian law class, you just don't start with the assumption that like the American legal system is inherently logical and just, you know, you get to question more of that. And that is very refreshing for law. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, don't, yeah. I don't, I know nothing about American Indian law, but is it true? Like I'm, I'm kind of operating under this assumption that they have their entire own tribunal and that like, reservations like like whatever the tribunal says goes on the reservation and doesn't that create a lot of tension with like federal law um i could give my best guess at the like answer for that but i want to make sure i'm like phrasing it exactly correctly so i will get back i'll okay because there are tribal courts and there are you know, American federal courts, but there's like some jurisdictional like weirdness there because like we say that um, Native American uh, tribes have sovereignty, but then we don't actually interact with the different nations as though they were sovereign nations. So I, I'm very confused about that. Right, and, right. Yeah, TBD. Okay, okay. I look forward like to the answer. There's, like, different things that happen when, like, if someone who's, like, not part of that reservation is on the reservation and, like, commits a crime, like, who can prosecute them, that kind of mm -hmm. thing. Um, Yeah, maybe we could, like, y'all should submit questions and I can find the answers to them. And also, I mean... Listeners, you should submit questions about, like, anything we're learning about. Megan's classes are super interesting. I don't know what kind of questions y'all would have about evidence or tax, which are my other classes. But Lydia, um, what is hearsay? Just kidding. <laughs> I have not learned that yet. Oh, my gosh. It's literally, like, 65% of evidence, and it's so confusing. So enjoy that. <laughs> but, yeah, okay. This professor is cool. Like, I will definitely be chatting with him. So if you have any questions, I can, like try to find them out but it's a cool class it meets once a week for three hours and he doesn't like cold calling he only does it like if literally no one will speak um and i love that and also like i wonder what you would think about this the exam he gives it out on the first day of the exam period and then 
collects it like the due date is like the last day of the exam period so you have like 12 days to do essentially like a four-hour exam if it had been in a timed environment that is like kind of stressing me out like I kind of feel like uh oh I have these other exams and like instead of making the absolute best use of my time I'm going to be like procrastinating on this and then actually put it off to the last four hours and oh god do not do that I know I don't want to but I just I'm like I'm just like fearful that that's gonna happen that okay upon hearing that my first thought is like I hope that that is just I hope that that is because the 2L grading curve is like way chiller. So like um when I think when I think about an exam like that like if I had a week to do my torts exam I think I would be like completely stressed <clears throat> because it's a 1L class graded like on this really aggressive curve um and like everybody's kind of pitted against each other. But I'm wondering if maybe like now that we're two L's, they're just like, they just like want us to learn for the sake of learning and not like to weed <laughs> us out. You know what I mean? I think what it's if, like, y'all do have a different curve between the grades, right? Well, we don't. Yeah, yeah, it changes. Okay. I don't think we do. And this class has three L's in it too. So that would be weird. Like if, but I do think in general, the professors are trying to like, think about this professor seems to care about us learning more right. than yeah which is why like I feel like giving giving students an like a take-home essay that they have a week to work on is just I mean I feel like that fosters that fosters an environment where people are like learning to learn not cramming to memorize yeah to get through you know they're like applying the things they learned yeah absolutely you know? I'll let I'll let you know how I feel about it afterwards. Maybe okay. I'll be like, yeah, that ruled. But <laughs> that's my only misgiving with that class. And then, okay, we still have several classes left. Tax. My professor is so lovely. I mean, I'm taking this slash applied for the tax clinic in part because I've heard such good things about this professor, and um, his he's just so sweet. He wears like a little bow tie, and sorry, I sound like I'm like objectifying him i'm not um <laughs> his little bow tie i just, I just like wearing that, lydia <laughs> oh my god i just like that he dressed up for zoom i should have i should have put it in that context i think it's like very sweet that he still looks so professional for zoom and his tone and his pace really work for me um he has put us in the like zoom breakout groups I don't know if your professors do that. I usually hate it because it'll be like, discuss this concept. And then the professor will just pop into different breakout groups and make sure you're like discussing that thing. But sometimes there's just not nothing to say. But this professor will give us kind of like a little chart and you have to calculate something for the tax. And then discuss it with your group to see if you all got the same math that for some reason just feels like a good reason to do breakout groups like yeah, that kind of nice works. yeah um it's kind of more like what it's like in class when you are like turning to your neighbor to check something yeah we tried breakout groups once and it was um not good so <laughs> oh no <laughs> i mean it was just sort of like you can't ever come back for, or at least I'm not going to say ever in, in our scenario, 
there was no coming back from the breakout group. So it was like, oh my. It was like everybody was convened together in our online class. And then I was like, cool. Now everybody go to your breakout groups. And then we finished discussing, we were discussing, we were just kind of like left in limbo in this breakout group. Oh. And we're all kind of like, so do we like log out of the call now? Like we don't have, <laughs> we don't have presenter powers. Like we can't go back. Like it's just awkward. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So we only did that one time. <laughs> yeah maybe they'll maybe it just depends on the class like I think it kind of worked for this the reading for this class has been like 10 pages a class which is nice nice dude 10 pages yeah that's that's nothing that's like (laughs) that's like nothing I'm so glad too because I you can't just like listen to charts you know I'm, I'm like listening to my textbooks and like you know, moving around or whatever, because I like like reading better that way. But you can't do that with like charts for text. So I'm glad it's manageable reading. And then text clinic. Um, so far, I have two supervising attorneys, and they're both really approachable and helpful. And the structure of the clinic is similar to my summer clinic, where, um. There's like one group meeting seminar thing with all the students and the supervising attorneys and you like learn about tax or about, I mean, it's, there's no, there doesn't seem to be any overlap with like my actual tax class. So I think it's more of like how to do certain things that you do with clients instead of just like the law um, and what's on the books. And then a one-on-one meeting with an attorney and then like daily hours we have to do to get the credit for class. We have to do 19 and a half hours a week, which is a lot. A lot. Yeah. That includes the two hour seminar. So 17 and a half, but it's still just kind of like weird, especially remote because there is a physical clinic space in the school, but remote, it's like I finished class and then I'm like having a snack and I'm like, oh yeah, I guess I have to start doing <laughs> work now. It's it's weird, but um, I, I like it so far. There's 12 of us in this clinic, I think around that divided or maybe 10, not sure. And then we're in groups of two and each team has like about seven clients, I think. So shout out to my colleague, Zach, who is on top of it. He's already finished all of the IRS training, which I have been struggling with so hard because it's so boring. Um, Way to go, Zach. Way to brave it. (laughs) Truly. (laughs) And um, yeah, we met with our first client on Friday, which was really cool. It's definitely different. I know. Well, a supervising attorney kind of did all the work and we watched, but now we know what to do next time. Um, and we're the ones doing like the paperwork before and after, but yeah, I'm impressed. The it's like, it's funny cause it's definitely different than the immigration clinic. There are, there are similarities, but I keep asking questions that just aren't really the right questions. Cause from the immigration context, when you're trying to find out like what information the government has on someone, you can submit a FOIA request. And so I'll be like, Oh, how can we get their past like tax documents? Do we, should we FOIA the IRS? And they're like, no, like this is how you get a tax transcript on this like 
IRS e-services website. I'm like, oh yeah. And, you know, there's just all these different things you can do with numbers. <laughs> but it's like, I don't know how, to, I'm not describing this very well, but like in an asylum application, you just have to write like someone's entire life story and go over so many details to make sure that there will be no suspicion that like what the person's saying isn't true. And you want it to be like compelling and like accurate and all of this. And it takes so, so, so long to make sure that what you're presenting like fits the legal description of someone who's seeking asylum and like doesn't raise any red flags for a judge and um, like really hammers home like the fear element of like returning and why the person should stay. But for tax, it's like, well, do you have the form? Do you have your W-2? Do you have the receipts of the things? And then you add up the numbers. It's just so <laughs> much just math law. It's just, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's, look at that. Wow. Um, and there's, yeah, that I'm still trying to, like, reconcile with that. Um, but I don't hate it. I am, I'm scared I'm going to be very confused once I'm like in the middle of some client situation because it's going to be so specific to that person, you know, that like none of the general training or what I'm learning at class will, will be relevant, but that's okay. It'll be good learning opportunities. Yeah. Um, and then Absolutely. that's also part of why I dropped bankruptcy. Cause I was like, I'm already doing tax and tax clinic. And that kind of like scratches the itch of like the, part of law that's more cut and dry like here's a code what does it say you should do there's some case law of course but it's you know bankruptcy is kind of like that too and so i'm more in like the american indian law like historical context and issues that come up there just just use a different part of your brain you can get to like argue for different things um okay i've been talking for a long time but i still have more more classes <laughs> evidence You've already done this, so I will be asking you so many questions. Um, but so far, I like it. The professor sent a really intimidating email at the beginning, like during the summer, about class policies. And I had heard good things about this professor. So I was like, you know what? It's probably because it's an online semester and he just wants to start out like being firm and then he can like kind of back off later but he wants to make sure everyone's taking this online class pretty seriously mm -hmm. um but i had heard good things about him and i also emailed him and he like signed this petition <laughs> that i asked him to sign okay. so i had a pretty good impression of this guy but i think other people like if that email was the only thing they got from him would be like kind of scared of him but he tells a lot of stories i think you would like him a lot and even though it's at 7.30 a.m., somehow it's, like, bearable because he's an engaging speaker and, like, tells good stories. So, also, he, the, like, homework assignments, the required reading is, like, the actual, like, rule in the federal rules of evidence. Like, rules. Oh, are so sure, fun. for the most part. Yeah. But then the suggested reading is, like, the 50 pages of the supplement that talk about that. But that's okay. kind of great. Because it's like, well, if you can't do all of the suggested reading, at least you can be prepared for class by knowing what the actual rule is about. So I was like, nice. I like that. Um, and I'm glad that he gave me a softball. 
question for my cold call, my first two-all cold call. And then the last thing I'm doing, I'll count it as a class, even though it's not, just because it counts for credit hour, is the law journal, the jurisprudence journal. Oh, sweet. Yeah. We had our first thing. We had training, and then we had to submit our, like, pitch for the note we want to write, which I hadn't really realized is due this semester. (laughs) So I have to write a 30-page paper for this semester. So I submitted like three variations on a theme about um, climate-related migration, and we'll see what they go for. And then I have my first like citation checks due like the first week of September or something. So citation checks, like pe- like people are going to be checking to make sure that you're citing correctly. Um. So this was part of the write-on process, but that's the only experience I've had with this. But at least how it was for write-on is like it'll be an academic an actual academic not a student who submits a piece to our in our submission i really don't know how this works they'll submit it (laughs) to the journal and Uh before publication i guess once we've decided that we actually want to publish it and before publication there's like a group of people who in the pools and checks pull not pool, sorry, pulls and checks process. There's a group of people who will pull the sources that that person mentioned. So this used to happen in the library and also online, but they'll, if someone's like US Constitution Article 1, whatever, they'll like pull up that article. Or if they're citing a law review, they'll pull up that law review. And then another group of people who does the checks, or maybe it's like the same person, but it's two different phases, pulls and then checks. Then they'll make sure that that page number that the person cited is actually what is on that page. Like to make sure the page is right and that the quotation, if it's a direct quotation, that it's like the exact same direct quotation. If it's a paraphrase, that it's like a correct paraphrase. This takes like forever, which is why I was like so looking forward to jurisprudence because we have two pulls and checks in the whole semester. Law review has eight. So no, thank Mm. you. Two sounds great. (laughs) Two sounds excellent. Yeah. And I mean, the benefit, I guess, of doing it is that your blue booking skills get really sharp because you don't have to keep looking. Oh, you also have to make sure the citation is formatted correctly. So yeah, that's, that's that. that. That sounds awful to me. And Absolutely. because it's like giving me these like like wartime flashbacks of doing blue book citation exercises. And it occurred to me a couple days ago, like right when I accepted this TA position, it was like I thought I was past the blue booking and yeah. or like the really intensive blue booking <laughs> and like checking citations and even just like the nitty gritty of legal writing. And I'm going to have to be helping people. I'm going to be looking at people's citations. Like I'm going to have, you know, like 25 students that. But you'll be getting paid to look at their citations, right? Yes. Yes. There we go. That's what I'm talking about. But I mean, like, (laughs) I fucking hate citations. (laughs) Well, you have the answer key, right? You're just making sure that they did it. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe maybe they really think that I'm good at legal writing. And they're like, she's got it. She doesn't (laughs) need it. 
notes are key for this. No, what I what I mean is like in their actual writing, not. Oh, I thought you I will it. not be in charge of checking the their answers on like LexisNexis Blue Book citation anything. No, like when I'm reading their papers, I'm gonna be like straight up with a magnifying glass, like Sherlock oh, Holmes. Like, is there golly. a space in between that period? Like, oh. is there an italicized period here? Do I see an italicized period? Like, oh. it's gonna be horrible <laughs> but it's an well, honor and I'm hate, very, very pleased. you'll hate here yeah that's what I have to say about journal too I'm like I, I mean I, I mean I love it um but you'll you'll love hearing this which is that all of the stuff for ICW which is how you're citing things when you're submitting like a memo or something to the court is different than how you cite things in a law review article so different citation formats nothing that i learned in icw is relevant this is not a beautiful nothing. thing not nothing but i'm just like well, i have to relearn everything great right but that's fine it's fine <laughs> everything's fine everything's fine two l's fine yeah so uh, that's how I feel about that so far. And I am part of different extracurriculars, still the social chair for Animal Law Society, and I am the treasurer for Disability Law Caucus, okay. and on the mailing lists of many other organizations, of course. But it's kind of, that's that's a kind of a nice thing about being online as well. It's like I've been to a few Zoom meetings and then it's you don't have to like kind of schedule your entire afternoon around your extracurriculars you just can fit it in but yeah yeah and the people's parody project is still going strong on campus we're still giving our feedback to administration about the tuition hikes and the fees oh the fees we have not been reimbursed for the gym fee even though they have finally closed the gym i mean obviously oh. they were going to close the gym when we were charged the gym fee and they were like the gym is open on these days if you wear masks and i'm like the fuck is wrong with you and then they're yeah. like oh we're well, gonna uh, we're gonna have to close the gym it's like okay where's the refund for that fee i think that that's uh, something that a lot of law schools are are dealing with right now like people at Elon for the longest time, we're like, are we going to get reimbursed for the fact? Yeah, like, no, and like really anything that we can't parking, use. <laughs> all of that stuff. It's like, come on, right. come on. Yeah. Like we literally are not allowed to go into the law school building. We're literally not allowed on like at certain things. So why printing all of this stuff? So. Mm. Yeah. Mm -mm -mm. Thanks for listening to that really long update. Wow. I had a lot of thoughts <laughs> we, and feelings. Yeah, we, clearly. And I feel like the listeners need to be kept abreast, you know? Yeah. They need to know what we're in for, for season two. <laughs> this is what an are you outline. Most excited about? For excited? Yeah, for your classes. Oh, you have oh. only one tomorrow, 4 p.m. Right. I think I'm most excited that I'm not going to be, that I'm still like remote um, and that I can wear every single day yes. my brand new tie-dye yes. track suit. Yes. <laughs> With zero judgment because guess what, baby? I'm still virtual. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I do feel like I've settled into online learning. I'm pretty comfy here. And uh, <laughs> yeah. 
I'm going to ride this way for as long as I possibly can. <laughs> that is the right attitude. Right? <laughs> I like figured I like bought a bunch of like comfy bras and I'm like, I have this like tracksuit that's like three sizes too big and like very ostentatious tie dye color. And I'm kind of like, you know what? If we're going to be doing this quarantine thing for much longer, like, might as well have fun with it. <laughs> like, I am leaning in. Oh, yeah. That's such a positive note. There's just been so much negativity around online learning. And I understand why. Totally. But totally. I think if you're, once you accept your fate, that is the absolute correct way to go about embracing, you know, the good things about the situation. That's right. That Just is right. Tie-dye tracksuit. Yes. Yeah, tie-dye tracksuit, baby. <laughs> uh, well, unless you have anything else to, to talk about, it's like pretty much my bedtime now. Yeah, crap. Sorry. I <laughs> get prepared for class and watch Indian Matchmaker, which I still have not watched, and I'm just really looking forward to it. It's very good. I'm going to go ahead and say, oh, yeah, I think that the Indian lawyer will never find love, but that's just my personal opinion. (laughs) (laughs) I'm offended you would even say that, but I haven't seen it. She could use an attitude check, I think. (laughs) That's just me. (laughs) Look, I have some opinions. Some of them are controversial, but (laughs) I'm going to hang on to that one. You should write in to us on the Twitter, Law School N brief that's right the letter in or on our contact form lawschoolandbrief.com the bots have found that form so join them i get so many emails every day from the bots love the bots that just let (laughs) us know what questions you have about school or like if you're in some of our classes too and want to do like a zoom study sesh or like if you're also watching indian matchmaker or the sopranos or whatever you know or you also bought a tracksuit we want to know yeah, <laughs> all the tracksuit picks. If you send us a tracksuit pick, I will put it on Twitter with your permission. So there's that incentive. And don't forget, comment. Um, yeah, comment or just hit that little star button. Preferably five, but it's up to you. Uh, and one right, friend if you Venmo to someone who comments pretty good. Oh, yeah, $1. One dollar <laughs> to the commenter. <laughs> pretty good. <laughs> okay. Bye, everybody. I hope you sleep well. Thank you. I'll be sleeping so well. (laughs) Good night.